You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Hello. (laughs) We're here. Rain or shine, we do these shows. It's Pax What She Said. It's our recap episode. It is not a victory Monday. It is a depression Monday. It is the Packers lost to a bottom of the barrel team Monday. But we're still here to talk about it. Come commiserate with us. Maggie, how are you doing? <laughs> I mean, it got to the point yesterday where I was like, wanting to go into labor and I don't think that that was something that I had on my bingo card for the 2022 Packer season so that's where we're at cool well Packers dropped a doozy of a game on us Uh, lost 23-21 away at FedEx Field against the Washington Commanders led by none other than Taylor Heineke and It was atrocious. Even when they were winning, it was ugly, ugly, ugly football. Um, Packers offense only put up 14 of those points because seven of them came off of a Devondre Campbell pick six. That was like the happiest I've been in weeks. Yeah. And then it Mm -hmm. slowly deteriorated after that. Um, Just this offense is broken. This offense has the wheels are off. Um, they're not even falling off. They're already off. So we can start with the quarterback, go to the <laughs> offensive line, talk about the playmaker. Like, I don't even know where to go from here for this offense. It just, I mean, I think that every week, everyone is just so sick of the excuses. Like, we you know, the, the I, tw- I put on Twitter, like the first two drives by the offense, I thought were really good. I know they didn't score on their opening drive then they had the Aaron Jones touchdown on their second possession and I was like okay we're seeing some quick passing game we're getting Aaron Jones involved like it's like the up tempo like we're in rhythm like 
Rodgers isn't taking deep shots, like playing in the confines of the offense. The offensive line looked pretty good. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I feel pretty good about like, you know, how this is progressing to finish the day with 38 rushing yards. Yeah. Like what? I don't even know what to say anymore about it. I know. And and the counter to that argument is like, well, they weren't getting much on the Washington commander's front. Okay. Get two <laughs> yards, get something. You cannot play offense. If you are that unbalanced, you will not win. It will not work if Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are getting like 12 carries for four quarters. I don't care if they're only averaging two yards a carry. And more often than not, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon too, historically, although his season's been also a big question mark. But I know for a fact that Aaron Jones, when given opportunities, will make positive yardage out of seemingly nothing. But you won't know, and they won't move the ball unless you give him the ball, and they're not. Yeah, I, like I, I don't, I don't understand why that's the case. To have eight attempts for Jones and four for Dylan, it just, it's, it's mind-boggling. And I know, you know, you can argue that he was the most involved in the passing game. He had the most targets. That doesn't really make me feel better right now, considering, you know, the state of the offense. And I I know we'll get there, but friend of the show, Cassidy Hill, reported that Alan Lazard is in the locker room today with his arm in a sling after already being, you know, without Randall Cobb and, you know, Sammy Watkins there got him on a snap count because of the hamstring. Christian Watson hasn't played in two weeks. Like, I know that we talked about the weapons not being an issue for the offense, and I didn't really believe that they were, but when you lose all of the weapons that you theoretically had, I mean, I just, I don't know where the offense goes from here. Honestly, I don't know. Like they keep saying like, we'll clean it up. You know, there's plenty to fix. And you look, you look at the tape each week and it's like, well, no, the same mistakes keep happening. Same mistakes. They're playing the same exact game over and over again. My issue right now is I just don't know what you build off of. Right, because you have to start somewhere. And I, I started thinking about this last night when I recorded Pack a Day with Alex Strofe. And I've been thinking about it more since then. And you just have no foundation right now. There's no baseline. There's no floor. Like, theoretically, it should be Aaron Jones and the run game. Unfortunately, it hasn't been. I don't know why. So I'm not going to keep going ahead and screaming into the ether for it to be that. It usually is Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is not playing well. So you can't even rely on like that little bit of Aaron Rodgers magic because he's just making inaccurate throws. And you have now lost all of your security blankets, unless you want to include Robert Tunyon in there. David Bakhtiari didn't play because his knee is so bad. Like it's just, it's all bad. It's just a whole mess of a train wreck. So Honestly, I think the Packers just really need to like dig deep once again and ask themselves, what who who do we want to be right now? Do we want to be a team that just can't do anything right? Or do we want to say, okay, these one or two things are what are, are what what's working well? For me, it's Aaron Jones and attacking the middle of the field. That's like where Rodgers has been really, really nice this season. And then go from there. Or do we want to just keep asking for our, for our quarterback's words, what the fuck are we doing? You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah. And I mean, I think part of it, too, is like we we hear the front office or not the front office we hear the coaching staff say that they're making changes and they did right like the offensive line they talked about like you know we're looking things over and then they went into the game with a plan and it's unfortunate that David Bakhtiari couldn't play because of the knee but the offensive line held up well going against you know the Washington front for all the expectations that we had about how much they would struggle Rogers didn't take a sack he was hit once so you know Maybe that's where you start. Like there has to be a place to start, but there's just, there's no building blocks. And I think that's, that's what's so confusing. And each game we come out of this with Matt LaFleur saying it's execution with Aaron Rodgers saying, you know, we need to be better. They're definitely not on the same page as far as what, you know, LaFleur wants to run and what Rodgers wants to run. And that can't make it any easier for a guy like Romeo Dobbs, who's supposed to, you know, kind of be in a larger role in this offense. Yeah. Just because there's no other options available. Like it's it's gotta be really tough to be a young guy right now trying to figure out what the hell you're supposed to be doing. I completely agree with you. I mean, the Packers are not playing the way they should be playing to be successful. I feel like that's on Rogers. Like he's the one out there actually putting the ball where he wants it to go. And I agree. It could be totally confusing for a young guy who's studying the playbook from his coach, but then also expected to somehow have this like telepathy with his quarterback, which maybe he'll get there. Eventually he's had some really nice moments with Rogers so far coming back to the ball and back shoulder throws, et cetera. But he's not going to have that right now. He had a really great, interview actually post game where he was like very confident that things will click for him and very confident he has a nice quiet confidence that I like Mm -hmm. that this offense is going to get there he just knows that it's going to take some time but to your point he's basically learning two playbooks like they they all need to know basically two playbooks and if Rodgers wants to simplify things then maybe we just got to go with one and that one (laughs) should be the coaches. And I think the concerning part is, you know, I, I agree. I think the offense can get there. I think that we've seen things like a lot of it is just the dumb mistakes that, you know, the guys talk about like, Hey, we had a really good week of practice. All these mistakes are cleaned up. Then why isn't it translating to the actual game? If you're not making these mistakes, like, you know, the Sammy Watkins, unblocked you know stop on fourth down or Romeo Dobbs could have just, you know, if he had like an extra two feet, gets the first down just how does that stuff continuously happen you know that's I think the question mark is like where are these mistakes coming from is it that you know everybody's trying to make a play and you know you get like so in your head about it that you just like you lose your assignment because it's week eight now and we kept saying like oh well they'll figure it out it's week four it's week five like the Packers are three and four they have 10 games left to play and you, you realistically need to win at least six, probably seven yeah. to get into the playoffs. And who are they playing? The Bills, the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Vikings. Like, it's, it's not going to get the Rams could bounce back Super Bowl team. Like, it's not going to get any easier from here. It's just going to get progressively harder. Yeah. I have a weird take 
that I want your feedback I'm on. Ready. And I don't know if I believe it, but I'm just going to like put it out there as a discussion topic. Okay. The Packers always feel like they play down to their competition. Do we feel like maybe going up against better competition, having that like increased level of competitiveness, do we think that they start executing better against better teams or are they just like so bad this season and this is not the same as the last few years and they're just going to poop the bed against the bills. It's, it's really kind of funny and scary that you say that because I was thinking about that today because the Rogers comments frustrated me how he said, like, maybe this is the best thing for us. And like, nobody's going to give us a shot in Buffalo. And like Rogers plays really well when he's got that mindset. And it kind of, I mean, the Packers were sitting a lot better last season, but it almost reminded me in a way of like going into Arizona. I knew you were going to say that. Without Devontae, they're an undefeated team. Like, and I'm not saying I think the Packers are going to go into Buffalo and like, you know, show up the bills. If they did, I would be obviously very thrilled. Don't necessarily see that happening with this team. But I was wondering that, like, is it like a competition thing? But the problem I have with that is, why does Matt LaFleur, why does the coaching staff, why do the leaders on this football team let the team play down to their competition yeah. then? Like, oh, 100%. I'm not saying it's a good way to right. be. I'm just thinking more about exactly like you said, like the way Rodgers gets with the chip on his shoulder, the way this team tends to go into certain games. I was absolutely thinking about the Cardinals game last year. It's a very different team this year, and they have a very different record. But, I mean, I – totally agree with you this is not a good way to be you should not only show up for games when you're playing competition that you feel is your equal or better than you 2400 sports is an odyssey company 